I don't think I've ever listened to the song as an adult. Like an that bass line is intoxicating. Oh, I didn't put it in the thing. Nope. It's okay. I got it. 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 What's up, Dan? Hello. Let's walk like an Egyptian by the Bengals. Couldn't have told you who that was by before today. <laughs> way, 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 way. Who do we got? Who else is in here? Schwat. Schwat, who else? You. What uh what uh what what is your barrel theory shirt? Is it ice cream social? Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that one. Good. What are the what are, what are, what are, what on the what's on the back? Uh like a bowl of ice cream. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh I've had two credits roll. <laughs> Well, thanks for tuning in. I've had two uh two beers. I've had, no. I've had two fine days, but okay. they were like they were long and mentally thinking. Credits roll. Credits roll. <laughs> That's how I was feeling. Hi everybody. You are listening to the This Might Sound Stupid podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh a podcast where two friends get together and drink beer and talk. And uh, fill the silence of one another's lives. <laughs> That's not depressing. Very much. <laughs> um, our podcast is brought to you first and foremost, as always, by Joey the Good Boy. Mm-hmm. We'll check in with Joey here. It's a good Joey cam today. Yeah. I got to say. Long form Joey. Look at that Joey. <whistles> Joey, are you a good boy? Is your squirrel? Wow, not even up for that. He got taken for a big, long walk today. He, he just kind of looks at you. I know. He's tired. Uh, he got taken for a long walk in the woods, and you can just tell he has pooped. He barely said hi to Dan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still got up and, like, sniffed and licked. Yep. But he didn't do the, like, advanced dancing around thing no. that he normally does. <clears throat> he's pooped. Uh, yeah, our podcast is also brought to you by Mike Long. Mm-hmm. He's a great designer uh, based out of Minnesota. He's a tired boy today. I don't know if he'll be able to tune in. He's tired. Perfect. I think we're all tired. Uh, but Mike designs all of our stuff. Yeah. Uh, and he's awesome. And hopefully someday we'll get a uh, t-shirt, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Uh, what's new, Dan? Uh, Kirk Douglas died yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kirk Douglas. 103. Michael Douglas. His father. Yes. And? His father. No. Who am I thinking of then? Catherine Data Jones' father in law? <laughs> Kirk Douglas. Name movies he's in. Uh, Spartacus. I am Spartacus. Uh, what other movies is Ace he in? Ace in the Hole. Never seen it. Uh, I watched Seven Days in May yesterday. Seven Days in May? Uh, yep. What's that about? In honor of him yesterday. I just picked one off the Criterion channel. Uh, it's about, it's right after the war, Paths of Glory. We've watched that one for movie night. Okay. Um, it's right after World War II. Yeah. Um, and the president has signed a peace treaty with the Russians in okay. like a disarmament thing. Like we're going to, we're going to take apart our nukes. 
you're going to take part your nukes and we're just going to go no nukes okay uh and the general the chief of staff the uh, is not happy and I, seven days in may sounded more like a love story i guess he's gonna get he gets all the branches except for the navy together to try and uh, do a coup and kirk douglas works for him he's uh he's also in the the military but he figures it out and so he goes to the president so it's him and the president and some guys trying to basically get enough information to stop these guys before Sunday when there's going to be this giant military exercise. Cool. Yeah. It it was a planned military exercise that is a hidden coup. Americans made fun of him all the time, Schwartz. Animaniacs. Thank you. Yep. Final um, yeah, final countdown. We watched that for it was a final old, countdown. Uh, it's, a ship goes back in time, okay, to and um, inadvertently, and it's going to stop Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I think like yes. a ship, like a bag of battleship, okay, goes and ends up traveling back in time from like the seventies or something like that, and it never can, heard like, of stop. it. I'm very clearly thinking of the wrong actor. Who? Is the actor that was in Apocalypse Now? Sheen. Yes, thank you. That's who I've been thinking of this whole time. No, that's Martin Sheen. Yeah, that's Emilio Estevez and uh, other Sheen's dad. Yeah, I was way off. Yeah, with who I was thinking of? One is like a man's man. The other one is a older gentleman. <laughs> Uh yeah, I've seen Spartacus. Uh man, watching uh Michael Douglas and Martin Sheen are similar. So, so yeah, so like okay. him and to like the son and Martin Sheen are, are similar. But yes. Kirk Douglas is Kirk Douglas is the older, yes. Uh, I think Spartacus is the only thing out of everything that you said that I saw. I don't remember watching Paths of Glory. Okay. I've never seen Twenty Thousand Leagues. Uh nor, nor the final countdown. For some reason, like Ace in the Hole is a movie that like, I, I'd always meant to watch. For whatever reason, I, I saw like the cover of it when it was being like released on Criterion like a decade ago. Okay, uh, so I'm like oh, I should watch this thing, and I finally ended up like watching it this year. Uh, it's a very like aggressively aggressive movie of its time, like where like a like a man was like just do whatever the fuck he wanted. Jeez. Uh, so he's like a a rapscallion reporter that gets like fired from his other paper for being, okay. for being like a drunk and stuff like yeah. this. Uh, so, so he goes to the small town and he like, he, you know, peruses his way in like, and like uh, gets their guy to like hire him in the small town in their paper. And a guy ends up getting like stuck in this mine with okay. like looking for like uh, Native American artifacts. And so he like sees that as like his big chance to get back to the big city paper. Okay. And so he's like, in full on like just fully taking advantage of the thing like he's just like starts running the whole show and like he's like uh he's like convincing this guy's wife to like she was gonna leave him yeah he, like convinced her to stay and she keeps trying to like make out with him and at one point he just like hits her jeez and it, but it's okay because it was like the, the, 50s, the 50s or whatever and she's like I mean, it's not okay. No, but, but like, <laughs> but like, in like the concept of like what was happening, like in this, you know, it being the fifties, was like it, that was just 
something that you yeah could, that's like your, in, your dude could just do that in a movie in and, movies where they would <laughs> slap people to calm them down yeah. get a hold of yourself uh but yeah so that was uh it was an interesting movie it was very what's it called sorry ace in the hole <laughs> like so like yeah like the guy in the hole is yeah ace. his ace in the hole yep. clever yep but yeah just a kind of a a stalwart of old Hollywood. I feel like I've never heard of those movies besides 20,000 Leagues and Spartacus. Like when I was looking at like a lot of his stuff, like he didn't do a ton from our time. Okay. Yeah. You know who my man's man is? Paul Newman. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if he's a man's man, but he was a good looking man. No, yeah. Like he was a, like he was a heartthrob, but he was also a tough guy. Yeah. Like, those are kind of what you're looking for in, like, a man's man. Was Paul Newman in um, The Great Escape? No. I know who Paul Newman is, but I... That's uh, the guy from Bullet. I can't think of his name. For some reason, I... Steve McQueen? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought he was in uh, The Great Escape. What are you drinking, Dan? Uh, This is a a crowler from Junkyard Brewing called Galactic Falconer. Galactic Falconer. It's an India Pale Ale. Where's Junkyard Brewing from? Uh, St. Cloud. Oh, cool. Yeah. Have you had any of their beer before? Yeah, yeah. It's it's good. Okay. It just sucks that they're so far away. <laughs> yeah. It's a formidable can. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. This might sound stupid podcast. If you're not already, go subscribe. Uh, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's not bad. iTunes, Google Play. I use Podcast Republic. I really love it. I like shouting them out. Yeah. It's a good app. Little 6% pale ale. Mm, that's pretty good. Yeah. I don't want that in the glass. You don't want it in the glass? That's fine. Uh, yeah, and if you don't already, give us a follow on uh, Twitch, too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun to see this thing slowly growing. It'd be cool if we had like 100 followers at some point. I take robot followers. I wouldn't. I mean, oh, fine. I'm not gonna turn them away. A hundred real, real people, real boys, real boys, real Pinocchios. Hundred real, real followers. None of those donkeys from Donkey Jackass Island or whatever they were. Uh <clears throat> I thought this said fifty pounds. I this is the first time I'm trying this. This is from Founders, mm-hmm. who makes uh, my favorite IPA all day, all day IPA, which is a really good IPA. Uh, it's a really beautiful can. I kept seeing it this winter. Um, it's called Mosaic Promise. I kept seeing this this winter, mm-hmm. and they were only ever available in 15 packs. And it was hmm. just like, I've never had this beer. I don't want to buy 15 of them. But today I took the plunge because Founders is really good. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Such a good sound. That was pretty good. Not bad. Ooh, it smells really good. All right, I don't know if he's here, but if Big J's here, like I'm drinking this in my Mike Long glass. Our sponsor. Hey, Mike Long. Uh, this goes out to Big J, my brother-in-law. He loves this sip. He loves hearing the sip in his ears.
I like that quite a bit. Ooh. I like that quite a bit. A single hop ale. Mosaic. What does that mean? That's the name of the hop. The hop is mosaic. What is a single hop ale? They only use one hop. So like a lot of IPAs are like but is it, oh, three it, or four. it is an IPA is what that means. Yeah, so it's still a pale ale, probably. I don't that's what I was looking on the can for earlier. I don't see exactly what it is. Like it says single hop ale, but I'm I, we'll just call it a pale ale. Yeah. What'd you think of that? It's not bad. I really like it. <clears throat> I like it a lot. <laughs> it's five point five percent, so it's a little bit more than uh all day. Yeah. But not much. That was a better sip. Uh, what was the what was the thing you were gonna tell me about? Some movie trailer you watched? Oh, Javin posted a a, a movie trailer for was it like a Bollywood movie? For a Bollywood movie called Bari Two, okay, starring Tiger Shroff. <laughs> That's a fucking cool name. Uh, Ronnie and Vikram are brothers who share an unbreakable bond. Since childhood, Ronnie has always come to the rescue whenever Vikram needed him. Okay. Um, so it's there's, it seems like he's a superhero in cool. that he's just punching stuff and like doing things when his brother gets hurt. But then his brother has to go to Syria to oh. do something. Um, and the government captures him. And then Ronnie has to fight the country of Syria. Jesus. So I don't he, think the people, I don't know what the relationship is between India and Syria, but I'm guessing. It's not good. But I'm guessing if this, no, wait. Bo- this giant Bollywood movie is made about I'm not thinking of a guy fighting the country of Syria, it's probably not good. I'm thinking of India and Pakistan. Yeah. Their yeah, relationship that, that's been is. A, that's, been a, that's like a like a cold war they've like been a in. powder for, keg. Yeah. But it's, it's been going mm-hmm. on for Christ so long. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Not, I don't know. What the relationship with Siri is like? I'm gonna assume not good. Just going by this trailer, like <laughs> I'm assuming you don't make a movie about like a, a an Indian hero taking out an, an entire, entire country. country and if if you if you guys are bros at the time, that's weird. Uh, but yeah, you know he's like he's punching helicopters. Holy shit! Uh, he's jumping. At one point, he was like moving so fast. So it's like, like he was. There was like four of them, and he went like pop, pop, like punch, punch, kick, kick, pop, pop, and like, and then he kind of walked away for a second. All of a sudden, the guys went, uh, 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 and their their bones broke. <laughs> so I don't know. Apparently, he's also he's like super fast. I really like watching him mime it. Uh, he slid under a tank. You know, your usual stuff. So it's 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 bigger and broader than like Ong Bak. Oh, it's 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 not it's, just it's, crazy it's Bollywood action. Arts. It's Bollywood action. Okay. Like, you know, when we're watching, like, the guy in the horse and shit yeah, like, yeah. in that trailer. Like, it's that sort of action. It's way over the top. Yeah, it's, it's nonsense. Okay. It's that guy falling down that mountain. I don't know that I've ever seen a single Bollywood movie. I have not watched one. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. So that's that. That is that. Now credits roll. <laughs> Night, everybody. <laughs> uh, Barnes & Noble took some flack. Really? Today and yesterday um, for Black History Month, they got they um, commissioned some uh, kind of like like diverse covers. Okay. Uh, for like a selection of books that they were going to sell uh, during Black History Month. Um, but instead of choosing books by 
diverse authors yeah. or about diverse characters. It was Frankenstein with a black guy on the cover. Like, <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> stupid. So they pulled it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm not laughing. That seems like such a terrible thing to laugh at. I'm laughing at who are these fucking people that make these decisions? Like they had some. They have to be so far removed from reality. Like they or I. They had they had a roundabout thing where it was like, you know, it's we wanted the people that bought these books to think about diversity while reading Frankenstein. I don't know. So so yeah. So instead of being like you know like a raise in the sun or something like that, it was. Frankenstein or Treasure Island. <laughs> Hold on, let's give you saying. An ex-girlfriend of mine used to make me watch Bollywood movies all the time. It sucked. Oh, they suck? From from like the way it sounds too, like they're long <laughs> as hell. Like Boggy Two, whatever the yeah. pre- whatever the prequel is this one is like I think Javin looked it up and it was like two hours and like thirty six minutes. So like they're like they're long. What did Schwat? What do you mean? Like I said earlier, uh, Schwat had said that earlier in Facebook chat. He's like, they suck. Oh, Bollywood movies. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, that Barnes and Noble thing is fucking stupid. I don't. They they get our <coughs> kachunk stupid thing of the week. <laughs> that's, that's, please not let's make that a thing. Don't make me a stamp. No, I don't want that to be a thing. Kachunk. Uh, yeah, that is just it's beyond bizarre. Yeah. I don't, it seriously has to be people who are just living in a completely different sphere of reality than so much of the rest. It makes me think, so I watched the first episode of Succession. Well, that's, and that's, that's no spoilers, but, but it, I mean, it's very obvious from the outside of that movie that these people do not live in the same reality. Correct. That you and I do. Mm-hmm. And that's what that makes me think of is it's just like who are these people? Yep. And like that you made this decision. <laughs> yep. And like you kind of have a couple characters that are not fully comfortable with that world but are like cuz like they're they're outsiders like like Shiv's boyfriend. But they're trying oh, and Greg and Greg the egg. Yeah. Uh but the boyfriend is like he's totally it's weird. It, it, no, it, it's it, parasitic. It is like you get like he's he's you know of course a big part of the show as well as part of like the don't spoil anything. Um, I only watched one episode, but yeah, it's a. I was gonna watch it. I was gonna watch one yesterday while I was uh, working out because mm. I just did the uh, the stationary bike mm-hmm. yesterday, but then I realized I didn't have HBO Go on my phone. Oh, so I didn't. That was I'm liking that so far. I've done that three weeks now. Mm-hmm. So what I do. It's like next week will be a heavy week mm-hmm. where I lift every, you know, every time I work out, I lift. Mm-hmm. And then the, the week after that is like I have one kind of heavy day, one mobility day uh, where I'm doing not stretching, but it's mobility, which is a little different. It's sure. like being flexible mm-hmm. while you're using strength. Uh, and then I've been doing so last yet last night I amped it up. So I did. 50 minutes straight on the elliptical, keeping my heart rate between 130 and 140. Mm-hmm. And it's not fun because mm-hmm. you're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not easy. <laughs> but man, when you get off, you feel great. Oh, yeah. Like this morning I woke up, I felt great. 
if I had, I haven't been eating the best this week because I've had, I think that's one of the reasons I feel so groggy right now and out of it is it's just like, I've just been eating what I like, what's available while I'm working. Mm-hmm. So yesterday my lunch, uh, I think it was Javin called it a truck stop lunch. Yeah. Cause it was a microwave breakfast sandwich, a bag of chili cheese Fritos and a Coke zero. And it was just like, I knew, like, as I was eating it, I was like, I know this is not, it's not going to do anything good for me other than make me feel full. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like the best option I had. And I had to eat in my office yesterday. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, you feel great after that. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't want to bike exclusively, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to, I kind of want to put it into the three weeks in. I, I need to wait, but right as of right now, I want to put it into my routine more, like maybe once a week of doing that for 45 or 50 minutes. Yeah. I'm probably biking like three times. Okay. A week and then two or three and then, and then one or two of something else that's not biking. Okay. Is that also on your app? The other stuff? Yeah. No. Okay. I got it. I also want to get a chest rate heart monitor. Yeah, I, I can tell that thing. Heart rate monitor. I can tell a thing works better than my watch. That's what I've heard is yeah. that those are the most accurate. Uh, let's see. Kibby says it was back when Bollywood was all the rage. Was Bollywood a rate a rage at one point here? I don't remember. I don't. Wasn't in any circles I was in. Now nah, we're too white. Are we? <laughs> we might be. I remember learning about Bollywood, mm-hmm. but at, when I first learned about Bollywood, I thought it was like all like dance and, and dancing and singing movies. Yeah. I didn't think it was like crazy, bizarre action movies either. Yeah. And that's what it seems to be from the, the trailers I see nowadays. It's like either d- like dancey, crazy action, yeah. or half and half. <laughs> oh, half and half. Like a, Like I'm sure they have like... A, regular dramas but i wonder if those also have dancing in them maybe javin says we went through a phase okay it's i like believe it. word for it i believe it i don't remember it i went through a phase where i just didn't do anything or talk to anybody <laughs> yeah that's when we all went through our bollywood phase oh that makes sense well should we move on to our uh our first and only segment sure kibby says it was short-lived i guess good <laughs> Because otherwise, it doesn't sound like they're very fun to watch. Which one would your ex-girlfriend watch, Kibby? Was she watching the the like song and dance ones, or was she watching the like the, the action. actiony ones? Um, because I feel like the song, yeah, and the song and dance ones are supposed to be super long too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking for the thing for our first and only topic or uh, segment. The actions ones have song and dance too. Okay. Schwartz says, uh, I think, I think they're all song and dance. One of those kind of, just kind of like a part of the culture. I'm confused because they have to have just movies that don't have song and dance in them. Bollywood but is like a specific segment of Indian cinema. No. I think Am I wrong like, about that? What's well, like it's the same thing as like Bollywood is just Hollywood India, so it's where all the movies get made. I know, but like, so I don't, so I think Bollywood is just 
the overarching name for their movies. Interesting. I I've never thought about it before. Is it is Bollywood a specific genre of movie or is that just any Indian movie? Schwat says there are different regions of India that have different names for like the movies that come out of them. Uh, <laughs> Kivi says, hell if I know I wasn't paying attention and was really only there to make sure she would eat something. Long story. Oh boy. Uh, Schwat says, I don't know exactly which one Bollywood applies to. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, we can move on to our one and only segment. Mm hmm. I got to cough again. <coughs> this cough will not leave. Uh, we have one segment on this podcast. As of right now, we might add more. It's called Rob's Random Topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that Rob's Random Topic works is that at some point during the week, Dan or myself will text our friend Rob on a group chat demanding a random topic. Uh, the, the rule is first thought, best thought. Mm-hmm. So Rob can't make a list of ideas ahead of time he can't think about it for the day and get back to us mm-hmm. it has to just be whatever first thing pops into his mind that would be interesting to talk about mm-hmm. is the thing he has to send us sometimes they make great conversation sometimes we struggle to make great conversation around mm-hmm. them uh today's is your personal device experiences with the evolution of tech Old computers to where you are today, old phones you had compared to today, etc. What do you got, Dan? They got better. (laughs) (laughs) Roll roll credits. Roll credits is the theme of tonight's podcast. Maybe I just need to drink more beer. Uh, No, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's been interesting like not much has happened in like the last few years i'd say like it it kind of like phones kind of went through like two jumps maybe where it was like you had the first one that was literally just the black and white screen um yeah like your nokia's yeah and then you had some you know like a a decade that could kind of do some stuff like early iphone or even before that like your blackberry or something like that Mm-hmm. And now it's just like they all they could just literally do anything. I remember the, or like one of the first Palm Pre. Palm Pre represent. What's Palm Pre? It's one of the phones. One of the or one of the early Palm Pilot. Like, yeah. I remember or the fir- like the first mobile This is this is not a phone, but like the first mobile gaming I remember was uh, whatever grade it was. You had to start having the TI-84, the TI-86. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could install games on it. Like Drug Wars was one of them or yep. Drug Lord. Yep. Uh, that's like the first mobile gaming I remember. I had a Game Boy before that. Oh, Yeah. You can find WebOS today in your LG TV, Dan. Oh, so that must be the so the company that made <clears throat> the Palm stuff must make TVOSs now. And it's called WebOS. Yeah, that's the name of the the LG TV OS. Huh. Um, I remember really wanting a Palm Pilot. 
I wanted like something that I could carry around with a stylus and write in that wasn't a notebook. Yeah, I, I remember seeing like the blackjack, <clears throat> like the I think it was called the blackjack. The it was like the Samsung one, um, like this like really early. They had like you know the screen and like all the letters and shit like that. Yeah, it was like before I had a blackjack before iPhone. Um, I remember, I remember wanting one of those, and then finally getting it and. This is stupid. Yep. Because I, I didn't have like unlimited data, all the, like all the stuff that like you would need to like actually like fully utilize any of the stuff that's going on on it. I remember getting the blackjack and uh, being really excited about the keyboard, like the full keyboard. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited that I could put music on an SD card on it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I could set whatever song I wanted as my ringtone. Mm-hmm. And I had, uh, for the longest time, I had Subterranean Homesick Blues okay. by Bob Dylan as my ringtone. Okay. I'm confused. Oh, no. There it went again. Okay. I was confused by our, our viewer count was strange. Uh, let's see. Kimmy says, I listen to music on my phone now. When I was little, I listened to music either on a turntable or Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin has come up two weeks in a row. Yeah. Put a tape in him. I had a Teddy Ruxpin. He was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember that first iTunes phone AT and T made? What was that before or after the iPhone? Phone. <clears throat> oh, cause I, because the iPhone was only available on AT and T at first. I so, remember okay. that. So okay, so the iPhone must be like the the iPhone must be like the next generation of. It was an iTunes phone. I don't remember that at all. The first cell phone I really remember coveting is the Razor. Yeah, because it looked so cool. It looked so cool. It so thin. And the way it would snap shut was so satisfying, mm-hmm. and I never got one. I just had whatever cheap phone. I did have a Nokia brick phone for a long time, mm-hmm. and then I had a little silver, like whatever, just basic silver flip phone, uh, and I had that for a long time. And then I got the Blackjack, mm-hmm. Blackjack 2, then I was iPhones through iPhone 4. Now I'm a Galaxy man. Yeah, like I like when I when I first got this job, I bought like my first like real like cell phone, cell phone. Uh, oh, I forget what when it was. You called. first started working for the district. Yeah, is when I got like a because I didn't really have like a smartphone before that. Oh, but you had a cell phone. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I had it for like a couple days, and then but then like the like the Galaxy One came out. I'm like, and so I just like returned it and bought that okay and then i've just had galaxies ever since yeah i went iphone i threw iphone 4 and then got the galaxy s5 Mm -hmm. had that for a long time then went galaxy s9 galaxy 10 and that's what i have now i don't even know what the galaxy is up to i think the 11 is the next one or they're calling it galaxy 20 i I can't remember i legit don't need a new phone besides like the back is cracked and i just need to get it replaced Mm -hmm. or repaired I don't like my phone. It's still fast. Oh, yeah. It does everything I want it to. It'll have a better camera or something weird like that. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I do a lot of stuff on my phone. Like, I watch stuff on my phone all mm-hmm. the time. Like, yesterday when I was sitting on the elliptical, I just sat and watched it on my phone. Mm-hmm. I think I've talked about that, too, here. Uh, where, like, five or six years ago, I was listening to a thing with Gary Vaynerchuk. Where he was saying like the like media is just going to be consumed on cell phones. Mm-hmm. It's not entirely true, but like I watch a lot 
on my phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's either that or on a second monitor in my office. Mm-hmm. I have something playing. Um, let's see. I got I to gotta read Rob's phrasing again. If you are if you uh, have a random idea you want to submit, you can email us at the this might sound, this might sound stupid pod. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. That was so hard to say. Say it one more time. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, you can email us your ideas uh, or your random topic. What was your first PC? I think that was part of the question. No, it just says your personal device, your personal device experiences with evolution of tech. I think that's just a Javin question. Oh. Uh, the first PC I really remember, like, knowing everything about and doing, like, installing games on and doing stuff with and to was a compact, mm-hmm. a compact PC that my parents bought from CompUSA. Okay. That used to be over by Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Um... My dad and stepmom bought one, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, and the only thing I really remember about that one is I installed the entire Doom, Doom one through three on it, uh, and played that a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one that was at my mom, which I mainly lived at my mom's, was a compact, and I did all sorts of things with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, when I was 15 i built my first pc and then i've never i've never bought a pc that i didn't I, i've built pcs after that i've never paid for just a altogether pc mm. since then uh that's not true i paid for one at best buy that was on clearance and then and then frankenstein it mm. put like secondary parts in it mm-hmm. but i bought it because of the amount of ram it had i think in the processor i can't really remember okay uh, and then put a different graphics card in it. And it was like, it was basically, I I put it together to play WoW. Mm. <laughs> um, what about you? Um, we had one that took floppies that I, I don't remember what the brand was, but I had like Test Drive and like King's Quest, like all those like, like original games where you just had to like put, the, like put the floppy disk in and say, you know, yeah. execute. Are you talking about like big floppy? Yeah, big floppy. Okay. Um, I remember. See, I don't remember what the PC was because I remember we had big floppy. Mm-hmm. We had one of those. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember much about it. Yeah, uh, I remember King's Quest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also we had a uh, we had one before the compact that had a CD-ROM drive. Okay. And I there was a Star Wars game I played on it with like a joystick where you were fly, you fly, flew a Tie Fighter or something, but the you had to eject like a case, so there was like a case that would eject, and it would pop open, and you'd put the CD like the CD ROM in mm-hmm. that and close the case, and then you would push the case into the computer. Mm, okay, I have a very specific memory of that because it felt, even to this day, it feels like a very cyberpunk thing. Of like, there's a plastic case with metal on the bottom that you have to like put the CD in. You, it's not just a drive that would come out. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I remember seeing one of those that when I was in like third grade or something like that. Or that's how we would put Encarta on the computer at school. Okay. Um, but yeah, then we had a, you know a HP whatever. Pavilion yeah. or whatever. 
um, played pinball on it, you know, like just. What about what was? When was the first time you built your own PC? Uh, when I worked at Best Buy, I don't remember exactly when. Okay. Um, there was like a deal that you could get through, like through Intel, for like the processor. Okay. And like motherboard or something like that. So I, I from working that. at Best Buy. Yeah. You could get the deal. This this computer is the first one I ever built where I remember thinking like, oh weird, it doesn't. There's no CD drive. Yeah. It was just like, because I took this huge sabbatical probably from uh, 21, 22 mm-hmm. till. Like when did I start working for the district? I was like thirty one. I don't know. I took a huge. Yeah. I took a huge break, mm-hmm. like nearly ten years or ten years. Uh and so when I was building this one, and Javin was helping me uh, pick out parts for it, I just remember like as we were putting it together, it was like, wait, how did I get games on it? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you just download games now. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we also we had a VCR that I remember it ejected. It didn't like push the tape out at you like every VCR ever. You the top of it. So if this is the VCR, it would go like yep. And you'd have to load it. And then that one I remember the remote had like an aux cord. <laughs> so you put like headphones in it? No, no, no. no. It, it wasn't literally it's too futuristic. It wasn't literally an aux cord. It was like well, Bloodbeat, he has, doesn't he? No, he has a TV. Either. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was like a the remote had a cord that you physically had to plug in, and then you could fast forward, but there was there was no like. Oh, it wasn't like, it wasn't like IR. Yeah. Do you guys remember Projo's? I remember Projo's. Screw Projo's. What's so, wrong with Projo's? So big. You had to replace the lamps in them. They were thick. Kibby asked if we remember projected televisions. I remember when TVs were that thick. But they were like big screens. Yeah. Uh, screw the Sony like 36-inch Wagas. DLP for life. DLP for life. Yep. Yeah, Jim had one upstairs. Yeah. That was like, I remember like, they would always tell stories about like, you know, like one of them or like Nick like playing video games on it and like the couches. Yeah. Beat from the thing. <laughs> it was a fucking huge TV. There was a certain point in Best Buy where, because we worked at Best Buy, where like those DLPs just became super cheap as they were phasing them out, but they yeah. were giant. Uh, yeah, we definitely remember DLPs. Uh, the thing I remember about them is that, yeah, you would have to re- replace the bulbs in them. Yeah, and like that was, you had to like factor that into the cost of the life, the, the lifetime cost. Uh, but yeah, you know, it was always it was interesting, like watching the, the the change of the televisions. Yeah, because you know we had our our thirty six inch giant tube Wegas, and then those stopped showing up, and then it just became more like Projos and plasmas, and then the Projos all went away. Yep, it just became LCDs and plasmas. And what's crazy is I remember like because I worked in home theater, and you would sell. A fifty-five-inch plasma for like fifteen, eighteen hundred bucks, and now this TV is—I can't remember if this is sixty-five or seventy inches. LED. LED, uh, and it's—it was like six hundred bucks, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just crazy where you can go. You could easily go get like a 
40 inch TV for 500, maybe even under 500. Oh, for yeah. 40, yeah. 40 inch you can get for 200 bucks. Yeah. That, that's, that is maybe one of the most bananas things to me, uh, with regard to how that has changed. That TV was nothing. And it's yeah, it's super light. Or like even even like plasmas were at least heavy ish, yep. but these LEDs weigh nothing. <clears throat> I remember my dad when they built their new house. He came to Best Buy and bought two fifty-inch plasmas, like really nice from Magnolia mm-hmm. Sony plasmas. This thing blows those out of the water. Yeah, it's just it's so bizarre. They were ten eighty p. Yeah, uh, that's been one, and and th- this thing is way cheaper. So that's been one of the crazier parts to me is how inexpensive TVs are. Mm-hmm. We're like building a computer has stayed relatively the same cost. Graphics cards can yeah, like your, fluctuate because of Bitcoin, but your your things are like the cost is neutral. Like the stuff is advancing at the same price as inflation. So it's like you can get the same percentage computer. For the same price, yeah, at all times. But you can get way more TV for way less money. Oh yeah, like the TVs are just nonsense now. So why is that though? And this TV, like I love it, I can cast to it from my phone. It's it, just I don't know. It must be because like it's it's just cheaper. Yeah, but I wonder why. Like you're like you. The thing is, like you could still spend the eighteen hundred dollars your dad did. Yep. For like the high end. The TV. high end, yeah. Where like you're you bought like a mid range TV, yeah. Where if you bought a mid range TV back then when your dad bought his, it was still the same price, but it would it wouldn't look like this. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it would still be, and it wouldn't be that big either. Yeah, it would probably be like forty five inches. Yeah the 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 size seemed to determine so much about the price of it back then. Yeah, and like that still exists. Like it's still. 65 i think but there there's a point where the price jumps again okay there's like there's like a doop, like i forget what the actual i remember a kid I, a kid i knew in high school had a projector that he just project he just cast to a wall mm-hmm. in his room and i was like that's so cool your whole the whole fucking wall mm-hmm. is the tv i remember being really envious of that <clears throat> Yeah, I keep that. Jevin just says that LCD panels are super cheap to make, and you know that helps. And since they are super cheap to make, huh? And since like the panel itself is cheap, that just kind of brought down the the price of the whole shebang. Okay. Um, where like the precious metals you're putting in your in your computer are still technically the same price. Well, and that's like phones have really jumped in price. They, yeah, it, because it's it's a thousand dollars or more. Yeah, like they keep putting more and more powerful things in them that. Uh, like you're basically paying for their R and D. Yeah, it's weird. You'll never be able to like build your own phone. Yeah, didn't didn't somebody try that at some point? They've tried to do modular phones. Yes, modular that phones. That just kind of just did it. Barely even fizzled. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, phones aren't subsidized anymore by carriers. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, that's another. That's a really good point. Uh, that was one thing I remember when you could get a phone for like a penny or for 99 cents or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing it like, I'm going to come in here and just, I don't like it was, it, I remember it being hard. It's stupid because it was, it's so obvious now, but it was hard for my kid brain. Mm-hmm. I was explaining to my dad, like, dad, I have a dollar or whatever it was. Like, I'll just, I don't, I just want it to play with. 
to like be a toy. Like I'll pretend I'm on the phone. I don't actually want the, like, I don't need the service. And my dad's like, well, then they're not going to let you buy it for a penny. And I just remember being a kid like, no, you're not listening to me. (laughs) I don't want the service. I just want the phone to play with. And it's like, yeah, the reason that they'll sell it to you for that cheap is because they lock you into a contract that says you pay the maximum amount of dollars. And it was like, no, I don't want that part. I just want the, I phone. Just want the phone for a penny. I have a penny. <laughs> like My dad's going to be pulling his hair like, listen, you fucking idiot. I'm going to get another beer. Okay. And then I'll ask you. Well, I'll just ask you right now. What do you think is going to do? You, do you have any guesses as to what the like? So iPhone and touchscreen phones are the last kind of bigger technology technology my brain is fried technologic technological change that i can think of do you have any guess as to what might come next that'll like really stir the pot are are you, are you thinking phones no i don't know oh okay there's anything uh I don't know. I, I feel like it'll probably be something with augmented reality. There's just so much money getting thrown into that. Um, that and like foldable, basically paper thin screens. Yeah, but does fold does a foldable phone change anything? It. It can in some regards, maybe not the phone part, but what you can do with a screen that folds definitely can be. Ooh, 3D printing is the next big thing. Why do you think that, Kibby? That's, that's definitely a Kibby says 3D printing. There's leaps and bounds that can be made with 3D printing. Being like, when they, when they become commonplace enough, you ordering something and it just being printed at your house. Or being printed at the local Best Buy and you go pick it up. Yeah, but like what would you be printing? With with how So you're saying with, like with you print in, a monitor. With how in depth I don't know if you print that's the thing. I don't know. Maybe you could. Like with how on a long enough timeline, in, of course you can. With how in depth those things can that they can print moving parts inside of something. Yeah. It's it's just a you know like it'll it'll get there at some point. It's just I don't know what the future of three D printing is, but that, it's you know one thing that could be interesting with three 3d printing is uh yeah organs uh i watched a youtube documentary like a youtube red documentary i think it was called like the race to mars Mm -hmm. and it's there's this huge competition for taking what would be available on mars and 3d printing environments that can house humans Mm -hmm. and so that kind of does make you think like well what if eventually we are like printing our own houses mm-hmm. or print, you know, printing additions uh, and it just does the addition for you where mm-hmm. it can like knock out a wall and then print a new wall plus a new room mm-hmm. or you're printing. What if you're print? What if you could print a car around an engine block or something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that might be interesting because if you, if you, If your company makes a thing, if you're in this competition trying to be the people who win the contract with NASA uh, to build Martian homes, for Mm -hmm. lack of a better term, 
what's going to stop you from also putting that technology out into the world at large? That's why you build it for NASA. What do you mean? You you wouldn't build it only for NASA, like because you like you like a smart company would see yeah. this as a opportunity to do both. Yep. So like yeah, they'd be it like the proof of concept would be would be NASA, and then the home market would be the next thing or the business market like building you know warehouses does anybody live in a 3d home yet uh, you're in a 3d home oh sure. uh <laughs> the podcast if you were to ask me did someone 3d print all the pieces to build some sort of home that they currently live in yes i'll go yes uh, Kibby says, the answer to my question, he says, it's becoming much cheaper and the programs to print are becoming more readily available online. All the high schools have them. Me and Dan mm-hmm. work for a school district mm-hmm. uh, and all of the high schools and I think the middle schools have them. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an interesting thing is like there are kids right now growing up with like 3D printing being, I wouldn't know the first thing about it, uh, but there are kids growing up now with that just being a normal thing. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. like three D printed a bunch of shit in high school. Well, and like even like, like it'll be like if you're you know, like probably up like probably your kids like if they're like gonna play a D and D campaign or something, mm-hmm. they can go to the three D printer and print their character out to play to, to like see their character. Like they they could make and just have it there, like at home. Yeah. But that's just like a little. That's just a little thing. Well, that, that, that's, that's but that's just like a weird little like uh, slice of life thing that you could do. Three D printing is the. It's the same for me as uh, as uh, VR. Uh-huh. Like I'm not. I'm not super sold on it yet. the The house thing is interesting to me, but I'm not super sold on it being like. I feel like I'm I would I'm more keen to be sold on 3D printing than VR. Like it can print I I think with like 3D printing there's like a it's the the more like obscure stuff like when you're like not thinking in like plastics but you're thinking in like organs and things like that where it's like they could print a bone. They could sure. print I think they already do that. That's the thing, yeah. Like they could you know when they can use human skin like but that's what i'm saying 3d printing seems more viable to me than vr does vr is a weird thing for me because the movement and the sensory feedback i just don't i'm not saying it's impossible i just don't picture it ever being good enough it'll be closer to one to one fairly soon you think so yeah what do you mean one to one well i'm just talking about more like uh like <clears throat> like glove and like just kind of like but that's just sensory feedback in your hands you want it on your dick yeah <laughs> i mean that's a part of it i want it in uh i want to f- like if you're outside you want to feel if you're tr- truly going for like an immersive experience oh you'd want to feel wind on your face sure. and uh things like that i think for vr the cl- the the most fun i've had in vr uh was that robo recall mm-hmm. where they weren't necessarily trying to have like an immersive experience mm-hmm. but it was like it was just a very fun VR game and i was just i hope i hope for more 
Adam doesn't think graphics can get better than they are now. It's true. You've been saying that for years. <laughs> I don't know why Schwartz says that. Uh, I guess I would just move away from trying to get super real. Like the, the, and being, having the need to move around and just making games that are like really fun to play in VR the way that one was. The thing is like, like, the next step in VR may be like you not moving, but they there's a good chance they'll just plug into your brain and then it'll yeah, and then, it'll, then it's then it's fully immersive because it just tricks you. VR progressed so much in like four years. I, you're not wrong. Like it. That's the thing. It's like like when you, when you think about what like 3D printing TVs in VR would be like in 2030. I can't. Like no, they like they're gonna be so far because like thinking of what like if I try to if I try to think of what a, like VR was like in like 2010, it was not good. No, and now it's like like the you can have a headset that's not even plugged into the computer that can see your fingers, and like so like they're, like they're they're. It's for sure getting it's, better. It's 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 advancing in, like like like, fairly fast. Yeah, I just think the way to do it is play to just make games that are fun to play in VR. <laughs> well, they're always going to make the game not games enjoyable to play. I guess, but like, when I think of it, I'm thinking where you're running around and like there's actual movement. My contact is being weird. Mm-hmm. Um. I just I I have an Oculus and I the only game that was really memorable was Robo Recall. Mm-hmm. All the other games that I played in it just weren't it was like this is neat mm-hmm. but it's not it's not a game I want to play like Beat Saber or uh a game that was fun to play through once was uh Super Hot. Mm-hmm. But then kind of once you played through Super Hot it just doesn't it's like okay and how many times can you play that? Like Mike brought over his VR headset, and I can't remember what that game. It's like you, it's almost pistol like a whip. pistol whip. That game was fun, mm-hmm. but like once you played it, it it just becomes for me. It just becomes uh, less and less fun. Mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of indicative of all games, but there there was just nothing that really stood out for me as like. I wanted to continue to spend money on any of those games besides Robo Recall. There's no reason not to think that there wouldn't just be a <clears throat> Sekiro in three years, where, like, part of the fun of Sekiro is like the timing and figuring out the puzzle of the per- of like the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, where if it's so much more in your control, like not you just hitting A and B, but you actually. Yeah, blocking or doing like the movement. Be very cool. That's the thing. Like, like that might like maybe like a Dark Souls in that is coming in three years. I and, I hope so. Cause that, that, would be that, that would be super like, cool. Yeah, that would be kind of like mind blowing. I'm just I guess what I was trying to say. I'm not trying to talk shit on 3D VR headsets to a bunch of dudes who no. just bought them. <laughs> um. But if I was going to say what's going to be m- like more more of a monumental change, mm-hmm. I would put all of my chips into 3D printing. Oh yeah. Okay. That was all, that was all I was saying. Oh no, no it yeah. just seems like it has it, it has a broader scope 
than VR does. Yeah. But VR we, doesn't really seem like it's going to shake up gaming that much to me. It might shake up the world still. VR? Like VR and education and stuff like that. Like, I, like once you once you start talking about like plugging into your brains them or anything. Well, I'm like, not talking about brains. I'm just talking about like, uh, like the whole like be it the VR helmet or a Microsoft like Hololens sort of situation. But all the kids in history class walking around with their teacher through the pyramids, like that will happen in the next. 10 years for sure <clears throat> man i really hope we're doing this podcast 10 years from now <laughs> and we can see whether or not that's true but like i think so like there's there's a ton of applications for vr outside of uh gaming yeah like they use it in surgery they use it in it's it's, it's already it's being used in a lot of the same places that like 3d printing is but it's like for like a different aspect of it yeah but it but like I, but 3d printing is still more I, why like they're like like the 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 things that you could print with 3d printers are more outlandish than the things you could do in a vr headset yeah and i yeah the the using a 3d headset in a classroom setting is an interesting idea i just i get i'm struggling to put into words too it's like i don't see any game in vr being a better overall experience than just a, a, a game I sit down and play on my computer or a game I sit down and play on a PlayStation or Xbox. I That's the thing. I don't know. Yeah. I have no way of knowing. But I, I, just, I know that like Resident Evil scared Mike so much <clears throat> that he took off his helmet and he couldn't play it ever again. I kind of want to play that. So like it's it I there might be that thing. It's let's say like I think because like with uh with Valve putting out Half Life. Forgot about that. With yeah. Valve putting out Half Life. I'm Alex, excited for Half Life. That's if that game does well, mm-hmm. that sort of thing opens the floodgates then for the other major studios to try and make the next killer app. Yeah. Uh, Dan Fact. Damn it. <laughs> All right. That looks for that looks 3D print. I so for anybody watching uh, that is not in our kind of circle of friends who watch. Uh, Dan facts are a thing that are known amongst our group of friends where Dan's like a confidence man and he'll, he'll tell you something and he just, he's so confident about it that you just buy, you just buy it. You're just like, Oh, and Dan doesn't mean to do it. That's what's so funny about it. Dan's not doing it to lie. (laughs) He just like the way Dan remembers it is that Mike played VR resident evil and it scared him and he stopped playing. Uh, so that's why we have hashtag Dan fact. Never played Resident Evil in VR. But uh, he says, but I'll allow it for your supportive argument. Yeah, I'm also, I'm not trying to argue against VR. I realize that I'm talking to a bunch of guys who just bought brand new VR headsets. I just, with my Oculus Rift, I didn't, I didn't experience anything that was compelling enough to want, to make me want to buy the newest one. Uh... I that you've never used. Well, I mean that kind of just lends Javin says that you've never used. That just kind of lends itself to my point. I used it for 4 or 5 months. I used it for a while and I just I had fun playing Robo Recall and then I just didn't really feel I didn't feel like I wanted to play it. I would I 
the other games that I wanted to play and was having more fun playing were just traditional video games. So when my wife and I sold our last house and moved here, I just, I have never felt the need to set it up because I just, there was nothing there that was very fun. Uh, when Half-Life comes out, I'll get it set up and play Half-Life. That'll be the first time. It's just not, uh, yeah. So Schwat says that is a better argument, Adam. The tech isn't that desirable. I think is what that yeah. says to you yet. Yeah. And I'm not trying to argue against it. I'm just saying, I don't really see it. I don't see traditional gaming going away in my lifetime, I guess. No, no. That's like, it, it, it'll never replace that. Yeah. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me though if in like five years there was a game that you played the VR version of over the, like, I, I think, I think the game will get so good or it'll be built so much for VR at that point. Yeah. That I think there'll be a game that you'll get close to the level of enjoyment that like Sekiro gave you. I hope so. That's, so do I. Same here. Like, I, I, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I, and see, I'm not even trying to argue anything because then... No, no, no. Javin says, right, that speaks more to your... Preferences. Preferences for games than the tech. At some point, they'll get headsets looking good enough and someone will make an MMO of some sort or experience like that. Yeah. It's, just I, the, it's not there yet. Here's what I think I'm, act, I'm trying to say, too, is that I'm hopeful... I'm hopeful that VR doesn't try to, like, here's Skyrim, here's Skyrim VR... Here's yeah. this here's this console game. Here's the VR port of it. I just hope that there are th- like the Half-Life game. Nope, you can't get it on console. You mm-hmm. can't get it for PC. This was designed to this be This is a VR game. Yeah. Which it's optimized to be played in VR. Mm-hmm. That's where I think if the trend goes that way, it's going to be that's where it'll get like exponentially better. When when developers aren't making aren't making it for anything other than VR. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's hopefully, and it's got to be coming down the pipe. That's what I'm hoping like the next like 5 years of it is. Okay. Yeah. Um hold on. There's a, there's been a bunch I actually have to scroll up. There's been a bunch of chat. So thanks for participating everybody. Uh so Kimmy says 3D printing I think is going to replace things like woodworking, plumbing, uh, and simple fixable tasks around the home. Hmm. Yeah, it'll like you'll What like, if you're just printing your dishes? Like of course you will. Yeah. You're well, well, then you're thro- are you just throwing shit away. No, no, no. But like, I have I have a coffee cup. Mm-hmm. I love this coffee cup. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I drink my morning cup of coffee in it every day. Mm-hmm. I wash it like I usually just finish the coffee mm-hmm. and set it on. We have like a pass through between our where our dining room is and our kitchen, uh, and I usually just set it up there. And then next morning, I just pour my cup in it mm-hmm. or my coffee in it. So I wash it like once every other week, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, but if that thing broke, I would be so bummed. But if I could just print another one of these beautiful ceramic coffee cups, that mm-hmm. I that would be great. Yeah. Or like you have plates that you love, and you're like, ah, this one's chipped. Mm-hmm. Throw it away. Print a new one. But yeah, like even like, oh, I shit, this little piece on my dishwasher broke. Yeah, or I need print. a new seal for this <laughs> yeah. plumbing that I'm doing. We did find uh, so icon. It looks like we all won't be plumbers. No, you'll still, you'll still need plumbers <laughs> to do stuff. So this is, uh, what if you could download and print a house for half the cost? 
With a Vulcan 2 printer, we've developed 3D printing robotic software. Okay, so this is like, is this selling you the technology? Uh, Home building hasn't changed since the Middle Ages. I, that's got to not be true. Our mission is to reimagine the approach to home building and construction to make affordable, dignified housing available to everyone throughout the world. See, the difference here is you would have to have, you'd have to have a 3D printer big enough to print your fucking house, wouldn't you? And that's what they're. It was using concrete. It's like it was basically a giant 3D printer that had a hose that was laying down <clears throat> the design in concrete. Yeah. So in that regard, you're paying them to bring their giant. 3D printer out to you? Yes. In 2018, Icon was the first company in America to secure a building permit for and build a 3D printed home. The house in Austin, Texas was a proof of concept that brought the team, investors, and customers together to drive towards the future. Doesn't say if anybody's currently living there. That's kind of what I'm curious about. Fuck this guy particularly. He's I don't like co-founder, CTO, Icon. <laughs> Icon, girl. Oh, that's the name of the company. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I was just saying, gross, dude. Call himself an icon. Uh, 3D printed home. What if I search, like, person living in the world's first family to live in 3D printed home? This is from July 6th of 2018. Yep. Um, A family in France has become the first in the world to move into a 3D printed house, the four-bedroom property. Is a prototype for bigger projects aiming to make house building quicker and cheaper. Could it cause a shift in the building industry? Oh, that's so yeah, so it is just it is just a giant arm that's just laying down. Yeah, so the, the foundation of, still has to be laid traditionally, it looks like. But then everything else is Yep. That's actually pretty beautiful too. I'd want more windows in it. Like why not? Structural integrity, I suppose. I don't know anything about building. Oh, that's actually really beautiful. Yeah, so it looks like any like any of the holes, things like that. You put you got to put wood beams in there, but look at all the light in there. All right, that's pretty cool. Uh, Hold on. Okay, so let's see. Javin defending VR. VR progress so much. Plumbing. No it's more a, fun games. VR in school. It's a tiny baby tech. Even go taking away go. gaming applications. Eat who I eat. Use medicine. Joke. Uh, Dan fact. Uh, I think, okay, so Kibby says, I think VR will only become an applicable gaming platform when the air outside becomes unbreathable. Wow. <laughs> or when beer comes from my kitchen faucet, whichever comes first. You can, I mean, you could get a You keg, could easily hold a keg after your get faucet. Get a keg. You never played Skyrim VR. I know I didn't. Uh, imagine you could just throw it out the window. <laughs> throw everything away. Uh, where's, where's, where's your garbage going, Adam? What? Huh? He's going to print dishes every day. <laughs> Schwat says, Mars. And then he says, woof, Mars. The law. Um, That's pretty cool that somebody's living in a 3D home. I want like okay. a. Again, you're in a 3D home as well. What's all that these, is a 3D printed home. What's all these marijuanas from anti-drugs, cannabis chef? <clears throat> Videos, 3D printed home can be constructed for under $4,000. Like that's pretty remarkable. I don't think it's going to cost four grand because I'm sure that because you need to use the technology. The technology itself is probably millions. But the thing, it, but maybe that was the price of the concrete is only $4,000. Uh, yeah, the technology, but you're basically you would pay for them to come out and do it. 
Yeah. So you're still going to pay for labor and, and parts and, and things like that. But think about this. If you can print houses, you know, and people don't have to live in little shanty shacks like this. Wow. We just like. I don't know what to call way that. To, way to money shame them. I don't know. I know. <laughs> I'm canceled. Um, That would be pretty cool. Oh, look at that guy. That guy's oh, cool. This dude. Six credit cards you, sh- you should not ignore if you have excellent credit. Look at that. He's like basking in his own credit. Uh, eight hundred and two. I don't like that guy anymore. Um, I uh, I remember seeing something like like, like a decade ago. <laughs> like Kimmy's cop. Like a decade ago now. <laughs> what? I remember seeing something like a decade ago now when like three D printing was just kind of yeah becoming a thing where they were talking about going into um like hard to reach places out in the desert where okay. it's not easy to get to certain things, and the three D printers would use the sand to make glasses. Or like it would it would basically turn it into glass and like make interesting make cups for people like it was like there's there's really weird use cases for three D printing yeah that I think I think as we as we move further into this decade where it's gonna be like oh shit we can just print that oh shit we can just print that man that'll be that'll be a weird thing if at a certain point. You're just paying. Like, are they going to have one-time use patents or something weird? If I was to say it's like, to you, ah, I need a bunch of nails for this project. I need. I'm going to print some nails. Yes, there we copyright. Uh, if, so, if, but if do I you was, pay for the? Do you pay for? You your machine would be hooked up to the internet. Yeah, yeah. And then you would buy the nails. But you're and not buying would, the model would, of the nail one time. You have to buy it every time. Correct, like you would at Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um. There's probably, there probably be ways you can pirate it because that's just the way that yep. the system works. But if we were to look at each other right now and say to ourselves, is Amazon spending hundreds of billions of dollars on figuring out how to 3D print you the shit they're selling you on Amazon? Yeah. There's no way they're not. Like Pardon? that, like the fuck that like, like the fact that like you could like. Or are they too distracted could, by AWS? You could buy the thing. They print it for a day and ship it to you. Yep. Like there's no like that. There like there's no way there's not some crazy R and D thing happening right now in some like Amazon warehouse. Well, and Google. Oh yeah, they're all doing it. You know what we didn't do is bropes. Oh, bropes. Bropes. See, I need a checklist. I forgot. I for. (sighs) I did. You're listening to. Yep. I did sponsors. Yep. But then I did. I forgot to say subscribe. Correct. And we didn't bropes. We didn't bropes. We need like a checklist. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's a, I think for, I don't know what the first like killer robot commodity is mm-hmm. that gets 3D printed. Yeah, that'll be like, oh, we can just. Shoes? Dis- like what if you could get Yeezys, but you could. Uh, you would customize the color of them. You would almost need some, like that's almost like an automatic like sewing machine. But that 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 might be a thing. Like maybe that's a um, sandals. Like, yeah. Like that. That'd be an easy way to to like shoe people in. <laughs> um, in like a in like a in like a in like a poor area is just three print a bunch of sandals. Yeah. Just to give them something to put on their feet. Schwarz says boots. Boots. Um, cause they could be rubber. You could just three print it. Um, like maybe clothing will become that. 
3D printing. Like I, I feel like I, I don't know what the technology is right now to automatically make that shirt, or like how how human adjacent it is. No idea. Belts. Did slippers. somebody say drugs? Clogs. I meant drugs. We're not putting Denmark out of business. Yeah. By 3D printing clogs <clears throat> and windmills. Oh, we are putting them out of business. No, I said we're not going to print windmills. Oh, okay, good. I thought he said drugs, and I was like, cool, 3D print some drugs. <laughs> yeah, you could. Could you? Uh, I feel like 3D printing drugs is already technically a thing, because that's how they make pills. You just... You can't 3D print anything consumable right now, can you? That's a weird semantics thing, because it's like, say you like say like a, a drug company like Pfizer <laughs> is just taking the powder... Hard pressing it into a shape, and that's the pill. So like that. But so that, that's, you need, but you still need the chemical 3D. compound. Yeah, but there's but there's no reason you couldn't do that with a three D printer. Sure. Like take take the take the three powders, draw them into a circle, <laughs> and there's your pill. I don't think you can print drugs at home. Not yet. Not with like a script you download from the internet. You'd have to. You'd still have to have the material. Yes. Like you can't. Three printers aren't smart enough to make up chemicals. Yeah, yet. you can't just pull shit out of the air. It's not going to be like. That's like if you were going to print a bunch of nails for a project, you would still need to print them with your with metal, metal. with your metal insert you put in there that it, yeah. that it uses to print. Do you think there's a future where like everybody has certain, like, oh hey, we can make. 87% of all the things people need to 3D print out of these seven yes. compounds and then they just start piping them into everybody's house. So when you get a new house built, you have like water, gas, and then like your 3D printing stuff plumbed into your house. I don't know if we'd ever see the day when it would be a like, an, that like, commonplace? like, a, like a utility like that where it's like it's just put in the houses. I feel like as, as long as we're still alive, you're still going to have to buy the packs. <laughs> yeah buy the the mineral packs yep uh kimmy says eventually be spending more on the program than the labor for sure uh then there's a bunch of jokes about boots <laughs> aren't there 3d printed pancakes with like complex designs i mean i suppose but that's just making pancake mix and like having a robot arm draw on a griddle yeah yeah too deadly printing uh, we have that already. It's called a meth lab. Mm-hmm. They're 3D printing drugs. Don't do meth. We didn't uh, say we've been saying that for years. I feel like I have. Um, the other one I was thinking about is like, what about desalination? Everybody's always, I feel like since I was a kid, freaking out about fresh water. It'll, the need itself might not be great enough yet, at least for the like the the majority of the world i can't remember who i was listening to that kind of said that is like there's just not a big enough need for the most of the world with fresh water yet correct and their whole thing was like when you look at you know it's necessity is the mother of uh what mm-hmm. is that saying invention invention that's, that's it uh that like as soon as there is a need people come out of the woodwork to figure out the problem mm-hmm. uh it's also kind of a Fast and loose play to, way to play, <laughs> but we're fucking humans, man. That's, <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we that's how we play this game with survival. It's like the uh, the uh, what's the Bruce Willis movie with the meteor? 
Armageddon? Armageddon. It's like the Armageddon thing. Ah, when we see there's a meteor that's going to kill us, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Send some salt to the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Miners up there. Shut the fuck up, Ben. Uh, no, it's a... I, 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 it'll, I, I think that problem would solve itself when it became... Do you think or do you hope? Which one is it more? I, is your I, thinking I, I, being informed by your hoping? I I have enough trust, I think, in... Humanity's ingenuity? To figure that one out. Okay. When, before it becomes... You're talking about water, not the meteor. Correct. Yeah. Meteor... Meteor terrifies me. We might already have a solution that we're just not allowed to know about. Oh, fuck. I hope so. That's a, that's a comforting thought. I think, like, I'll I, there's no way that our government is not, like, there's just not, like, a, a group of six guys that have just been, like, that's been their whole job for, like, 30 years. It's I have to been, catch myself, like, falling asleep where, not so much with, like, nuclear war. Never watch out! Not so much with nuclear war or anything like that, but, like, uh, the idea of, like, Yellowstone just going. Just, just exploding. Just exploding or... A meteor hitting somewhere, and then mm-hmm. you're living in some kind of hellish Cormac McCarthy, the road, mm-hmm. it, life, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll be like falling asleep, and then somehow my train of thought will get to something like that, like, what do I do with my kids? What do I, and I just have to be like, nope, stop, stop, and like I have to wake myself up <laughs> to just be like, don't, just mm-hmm. stop. This, th- if, this is a bad road to go down. <laughs> it gets you, It gets you literally nowhere. Yep. Um, thankfully I can usually turn it off. Nice. 3d printing though. Seems like maybe the best answer. I I think, um, for technologies that are coming along that are going to shake things up in unseen ways. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if I have a, like a foldable phone or what's no. the new, what's the new Microsoft thing that they're like developing a new OS for where it's got like two screens on it. What the fuck is that thing? Oh, they're convinced that like m- dual screening is the future. What is that? Hold on, I gotta go back to this one. Uh, huh? New mo- OS for mobile, I think. Oh, so it, it, it's just, it's just a foldable thing. That's it. That's all it is. It's just foldable phone OS. Do, what's the name of it? Foldable. They don't have a name for it. It's in secret. No, they do. It's in super secret. That's from 2019. <laughs> Last year. It's it's called like the Microsoft Duo or something. Yeah, last year it's super. <laughs> Microsoft Duo. That's the name of the phone. This stupid thing. You haven't seen this thing? The Surface Duo? Oh, no, I've seen Surface that. Surface Duo, okay. And they're, cre- they, they're making an OS for it, and they're just like, they have some dumb quote where it's like, dual screening is the, it, you're way more productive with dual screens or hot take Surface Duo. The, but like, Microsoft seems to be banking on this big time, is what I'm saying. I, Holiday 2020. I'm for as, oh, shit. Three screens. You have three screens. I'm not that productive. (laughs) (laughs) So it's wrong then. It's a lost cost fallacy. Stay on service for home. Introduct the perfect balance of productivity and mobility. (laughs) 
is a new 360 thing. degree hinge service dual weight hold on go back up the best of microsoft and android to reimagine productivity on the go oh they're doing it with android i thought they were developing their their own os for it go to service go dual brings together microsoft and android that's two fucking giant companies <laughs> I, sw- I seriously thought they were developing their own OS for it. That's a so it is an interesting thing to think about though. So you have like say something like that's this thick. Yep. But Oh weird, that makes it look like it's as big as an iPad. It's bigger than an iPad. It's like a I thought it was a phone. No, it's it's like a it's like a tablet. It's, it's like a book. Yeah. It's like the size of a book. That's actually more compelling. That's what that's, that's what I that's Oh no, there's the phone one. Oh. Oh, I don't think that audio is coming through on the podcast. It becomes right now. like So you open it and it becomes an iPad. If you open it all the way. Yeah. I guess I don't hate it now that I'm watching this. I, that's what advertising and marketing is supposed to do, I suppose. And just think of it with like if it had like some sort of like e-ink technology to where when you hold it like a book, yeah. You could bring up your like your ebooks on it and, and it'd be like you're actually holding a book i don't uh, yeah i don't hate the idea of like my uh what's it called ipad mini yeah folding it half. I, no ipad air i don't hate the idea of that folding in half now that i think about it like now that i'm actually watching this i was talking shit on it but hey microsoft teams all right we're on board we're buying them i, I kind of feel more on them. <laughs> i did a complete 180 live uh, I don't care about the internals, you nerds. No. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, it's so like beyond that, the the next step I think for like a like foldable screen will be uh, like possibly something in your clothing, mm, the screen. Okay. Um, or just instead of like them having to do an Apple Watch, that's a watch face. Just get a tattoo that's always the same time. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> my rings are always closed. I'm so active. I'm, I'm so active. Uh, but no, it would just be like, you know, those like slap bracelets. Remember those things? Yeah. So it's just that around your wrist. Okay. That, like it, it like th- there's, there's neat applications. I, I'm not smart enough right now to think of like what, like right now, when game, will you be uh, two months? Okay. What the game changing thing is yeah. for that foldable technology besides like, this like neat phone computer thing. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to think of what you could put it on. Like it becomes like your dash. Like there's just weird things that you can do. I, I really think if they can figure out augmented reality contacts, oh, it'll boy. be phenomenal for two reasons. Cause one, I'll have to watch a bunch of people who've never put contacts in, get mm-hmm. used to putting contacts in and that'll be really fun. Mm-hmm. But if you could have an augmented reality contact, so you're not wearing it. Like, remember when we were at the bar and we saw that fucking idiot in the Google Glass? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all you want to do is make fun of that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you were wearing it and you don't know it, that that's augmented reality has potential to be a game changer too. Oh, no. Like that, that's why like I it, it, it makes me a little sad that uh, the Microsoft HoloLens never like came out a few years ago. Like just the concept of like that thing. Yeah. That like you move around and stuff like that like it's insane to me that like you you would just have things on your wall 
as you're walking through your house that it, that it remembers are there. Like it might be like a screen that shows something there, or yeah, you, know, you like, can like, just or, set or, or like it. art or like it, but it's not actually on your wall. But like yeah. it's just like it's 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 weird to think of what like the the crazy like thing you can going, do with AR. If you're going into somebody's home and you want them to see all the art that you have, mm-hmm. they could like they have to look at a QR code when they come into your house. Yep. Or you're like, hey, you know, I was looking at this this couch online. What do you think of it? And you both look down. The couch is just there, and you're just kind of walking around, being like, oh yeah, like 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 there's weird. No, you can't, but like you can like just like the concept of being able to like yeah see the same like pranking your friends by displaying a couch and then they go to sit on it. Yep. It's not there. <laughs> or like or, or uh, man, imagine like the comeback of the old prank where like I kneel behind you yeah. and someone shoves you over me. Wait, how does that come back with augmented reality? Because you're not paying attention anymore. <laughs> uh I like Javin gets mildly upset with me. They are banking on it zero, and then he does an ellipses, dot, dot, dot. It's another product in the Surface lineup along with several regular laptops and tablets. I don't know. From what I was reading, it seemed like they were they were making a bigger deal out of it than I felt like they should have. And I also, for some reason, I thought they were developing an OS for it. Yeah, I, I feel like in order to do what it was doing there. It just seemed like it was Android. No, but I think it it needs to know what it's doing. So yeah, like, but you so don't like need in, to develop a whole new OS for that. Well, that's the thing. It's like, what is a new OS? Like, I right, it was right, like Windows right, 10 right now, X like, or Windows 10 Lite or that's something the thing. like it's that. Like the Xbox, like at some point, the Xbox computer, they're all going to be based on the same basic Windows architecture. Mm-hmm. It's just a different flavor of OS on top of it. Yeah. So like that, this will be like their dual mobile OS, which it's it's still Windows, but it's it's got like a different cover on it but didn't that look like android it didn't look like right am i crazy well say, same like well same difference it's it's you know it's like android could do it too like it's just it's just the regular android os with mm-hmm. some bells and whistles that are yeah pre-programmed into it i get that i for some reason in my head mm-hmm. i don't know if it was something i was listening to or something i read mm-hmm. i thought they were developing an os like a new OS oh. specifically for that. Okay. Like something that would compete with Android oh. and iOS. No. And like and that's that was more of why I thought they were banking on it because it was like, why would you develop? Because like, they're like jumping back in the. Why would you jump back into the mobile mm-hmm. OS field? Mm-hmm. But they're uh, not. They're just kind of partnering. Same thing Samsung does to it. Yep. <clears throat> well, okay. So Javin says they already tried. They being Microsoft, yeah, with the Windows. They already phone. tried and terribly failed at that. And that's why that's why I was more making fun of it in the beginning. Like, why are you trying to do get this. mobile OS again? Like, just do what that seems to do, which yeah. is some tweaks on the Android OS. Your Galaxy. So probably not this one, but like, say you get a new Galaxy phone in three years, will probably be that. Yeah, because they're, they're selling the Galaxy Fold this year. And it's eighteen hundred dollars. Okay. But at some point, I'm guessing in the next few years, that phone is just going to become what a Galaxy phone is. If I could have a phone, I remember too though, when this when the phone this big came out, my mic's in the way. When something this big first came out, I remember looking at it like that looks so fucking stupid. It's yeah, huge. It's so big. I don't want to. I don't want anything that huge. No, I love this thing. Yeah, we went so small there for a period of time. Yeah. So the idea of having a phone like this mm-hmm. that's not much thicker that then folds out, 
Is that I when they showed the mobile part or the phone part of it? Mm-hmm. I liked that. I liked the look of it because that's because that, that's kind of the nice thing is that it keeps it this small in your pocket. Yeah, or but, slightly bigger, like what, whatever if, phone Nick has. Yeah. that's a little bigger. But then if you want to watch HBO Go, yeah, you can fold it open and you all of a sudden have a bigger viewing experience. It's still lined on the middle of it though. I think they would do a. I think in like the next couple of years, like the Galaxy. I think the Galaxy Fold has no line. Okay. It's yeah, just, if they it's, can it's, get it's it without a, a fold. Screen. That's pretty cool. It's not like a game changer, but it's neat. Because like that's not necessarily foldable screen, but the Galaxy, like the Galaxy it's like One, dual is, monitoring with a phone. Yeah, the Galaxy Fold is an actual like, yeah, screen that folds on itself. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it's 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 coming. But again, that I don't think that's like a, like the no, phones no, will no. still operate in the same. Like when you went from flip phone and or the blackjack mm-hmm. to an iPhone. It was night and day difference. I remember specifically the thing that sold me on it because I was still on a couple of forums, mm-hmm. like bulletin boards back then. And I was demo. I was working loss prevention at Best Buy mm-hmm. and somebody from mobile brought one of the iPhones up for me to demo. Mm-hmm. And I went out to my favorite like bulletin board mm-hmm. and was like browsing and commenting from this phone. And I, it's still burning my head of being like, this is fucking crazy. I'm just on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a laptop. I it was a it was a very big deal. It sounds so stupid now to be like, of course you can go there on your phone. But to just type in the web address, hit go, and then you're on there just like if you were browsing on mm-hmm. your computer. It was no different. It wasn't because remember like the blackjack, it was like, well, you could go there, but it was like really clunky and yeah. weird. This was it would it was basically just like I was. It was it was huge, mm-hmm. so I. It, it's hard to imagine anything like that in cell phones again. But mm-hmm. I couldn't have imagined that. Yeah. Before then, so. It's coming. I think that's all I got. <laughs> I figured. I figured tonight's episode is gonna be short because I. I just feel wiped. Unless you got something you want to talk about. Nothing I think of. No. It's been kind of uneventful. Uh-huh. What's going on with the impeachment? Oh, he was acquitted to. I thought he was. Yesterday. Yeah. Um, Romney to, was to the no only one surprise. Romney was the only one that voted to impeach. Okay. Um, and like the insanity that is our political system. Uh-huh. Immediately, like every right wing commentator was like, kick him out of the party. He's done. It's like, Calm that's not down. the point like he's his own person like he could still be republican but he's like it but like that's just the way the political like yeah it's it's either it's it's you or us now and that's how that's how politics works that's kind of scary it's it sucks that it's you know it's it's about your team winning and not about both teams also <laughs> sometimes winning <laughs> it's not about the people yeah um <laughs> Kibi says, sometimes I hide my niece's devices just to watch them freak out. Well, kids are dumb. Um, what happened in Iowa? Uh, they 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 used like a new app for the caucus. And no, I know that. Fucked up. Yeah, it's not over yet. It's still not over. No. Like Good I think, I think Lord. The last time I saw it was like ninety five percent or something. Stupid. And it was like basically a dead heat for Buttigieg and Sanders. Butt gag. Yep. I don't. No, know. booty gag. Booty gag. I don't know if they're gonna do like Schwab doesn't like that a do over or something like that. I don't know. 
it might be mildly insensitive because he is gay. Oh, is he? I'm going to stop calling him booty gay again. <laughs> um, yeah, I got nothing. I'm tired. I just <laughs> noticed it's a space bird in giant letters on your can. Space bird. Yeah, look at him. He's a, he's a galactic falconer. No, but it says space bird. India Pale Ale. Is that, wait, wait, is that the name of it? Galactic Falconer? No, Space Bird. No, it's Galactic Falconer. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, that seemed like a very interesting conversation. <laughs> I, I I was surprised by how In little... Retrospect. By how little I think about 3D printing and what a big deal it could potentially be. No, yeah, it's a, it's a good thing that... Uh, seemed like... <laughs> I think yeah, I think it's a good thing that can be brought it up because uh, I don't think we were going to touch on it at all. I wouldn't have. I think about it so little. Like, I'll every once in a while, like I don't even know how those fucking three D printers are hooked up at my building. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I'll go into one of those classrooms and it's like, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm I just look at it. And I'm like, that's so weird. I know nothing about this. Like, I'm the I'm the building tech, <laughs> and I just don't. I know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, it's I I never I never spend any time thinking about it, but it could just be a thing where all of a sudden it's just everywhere. Yeah, it's where like a you know the a 3D printer that you can use to do a lot of things like Kibby was saying around your house. Mm-hmm. It's like 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. I I do remember one time reading and I I got excited uh by the idea of 3D printing records like vinyl. That'd be pretty cool. Um, especially if you could like any music that you own, mm-hmm. if you could then just print that out on vinyl, mm-hmm. that'd be pretty dope. Uh, you should have a Kibby final thought <laughs> segment. Hey, if you got, if you got thoughts, uh, you want us to talk about email, this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Check the Gmail. Did anybody email us as we were talking? No, I would have seen it on my phone. Um, no, but it's, it's, it's three printing is a good way to get kids engaged at and thinking in that at, at the elementary level like it's like there was uh they had like six women armstrong mm-hmm. that they that they got and like the kids like loved when it was their turn to like design something yeah that's what i mean get them thinking in that regard like mm-hmm. get them thinking because it doesn't ever occur to me that i could print a, a physical thing no but yeah like some five-year-old that goes in like 10 years is like oh wait I oh, can, I wonder I can, if I could print that. Let me, let me try and print that. Yeah. Let me try and print that. Print that. Hey, Mike, try and print that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you've been listening to This Might Sound Stupid Podcast, a podcast where two friends just uh, get together once a week to hang out on the internet and chat. We're brought to you, as always, by Joey the Good Boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has switched positions, but he's still laying long. Yep. Joey's getting old, man. He's getting old. He's a good old boy. Didn't get my email. Uh Uh-oh. Did you email? Uh Uh-oh. Nope, I just have an email from my brother. (laughs) Great idea. 3D print butts. Okay, so we have to talk about it now. That's so stupid. (laughs) Thanks, Kibby. I'm so, still I'm still laughing at Javin's stupid. He's bringing up a great thing. It's going to you know, revolutionize the sex worker industry, you know? Javin was in my office today. Print out today, butts, print out dicks. Doing something on his iPad. And I said, what are you doing over there drawing dicks? And he goes, no. And then he turned his iPad around and he goes, I'm drawing your lamp. 
Oh, it was adorable. Uh, 3D print butts. Maybe we'll be able to 3D print some body parts, but probably not butts. Kidding me? I got faith in everyone. Our podcast is also brought to you by Mike Long. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a talented designer based out of Time to design a butt. Minnesota. Maybe he could design a butt. Uh, thanks for your email, Javin. If you have email or if you have uh, ideas for random topics, shoot us an email at this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. What's a good What's a good song to play us out? Should I just pick a random Bengal song? Uh, give me something by Dio. Hole a diver, you were out too long in the midnight sun. Uh, I'm changing. I'm not going to go Dio. So what do you think of that, Dan? Interesting thing about <laughs> Seven Days in May, I just remembered. Yeah? Uh, so that the guy that did Ronin, that uh, the uh, the uh, Robert De Niro picture... <clears throat> With the where's the driving and the assassinating and stuff yeah. like that, uh, he did that. So back in the 1950s, he directed Seven Days in May, and then in the late 90s, he directed Ronan. Hmm. So that's a, that's quite a <laughs> that's quite a career. Quite a yeah, span a, a career. Uh, I can't talk anymore. Uh, span decades. <clears throat> Kibby, I already picked Iron Maiden. I'm sorry. Uh, but thanks for your compliment. Thanks for tuning in. We always like uh, when people tune in and when they participate in chat. So thank you for that. It's quite fun to do this every week. Yeah, we're not good enough without you. <laughs> no, I, I don't think we could par- we could do it without people <laughs> participating. Make sure Adam gets to bed, Dan. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm wiped today. Boo. <laughs> don't boo Iron Maiden, man. Iron Maiden's a shit. All right, thanks, you guys. Have a great night. Bye. Bye.